You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right, all right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to a Christian Speak Talk Radio. Amen. This is the Bread of Life segment. I'm Reverend Ray. I'm I am joined by Reverend Robin White. Amen. On this first Sunday of 2019. Wow, man. I'm telling you, it's been a good year. Praise the Lord, Reverend Robin. Bless the Lord. Happy New Year, Reverend Ray. Yeah. And happy all who are listening, I pray that you've had a magnificent time of celebrating our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, celebrating his birth and and just taking that on personally. And Happy New Year as you carry that excitement along with you, knowing that he was born just to save you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Reverend Robert. Amen for joining us today, man. Uh, we're coming towards the end of talking about spiritual gifts. We're, gonna, we're both in agreement and within ourselves that this Sunday, uh, which is the first Sunday, and the fourth Sunday will be the last of it. Uh, of January, Amen. So we'll see, Amen. <laughs> we'll see how yeah. this works out and everything. But uh, uh, before we get into um, um, talking and everything, I just want to remind everybody about our bro- other broadcast. Um, His abounding grace and Minister Vanessa Wim, Amen. It's every Tuesday, Amen, at seven p.m. Amen. We're excited about what God is doing with her, Amen, and. Uh, uh, Declaring the finished work with Reverend Pat Randall's is Thursday at 12 noon. Amen. She comes on 12, 12 noon every Thursday. Uh, Pastor Paul Morgan, amen, does Challenge to Change on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Amen. Wednesday at 7 p.m. And we're excited always about him. These are the people that have been with us for a while. Amen. I wanted uh, uh, a lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday of the month, amen, at 7 p.m. So, in fact, we have a broadcast coming up tomorrow, tomorrow Reverend Robin, and uh, she has a guest coming on, um, Apostle um, um, Sandra uh, L. Hagens, amen. And, um, Apostle Sandra Hagens is the founder and pastor of the Covenant House of God um, located in Philadelphia, uh, PA, Pennsylvania. So she would be with Apostle Shirley or Lamar. Their topic will be, will be 2019 and beyond. So and Apostle, Apostle Hagen has been with us before. So we're excited about that. Amen. Uh, the bold and beautiful Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the body of one, Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson is every third Sunday at 7 p.m. 
uh, hour three, real life, real men, real talk with myself, Elston Green, Cleophis Malone, Antonio Mitchell. It's every second Sunday at 7 p.m. So they will be, the brothers will be together next Sunday, amen, at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is midday. It's called Midday Glory Prayer, Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 641-715-3580. The SS code is 732-499. Please go, by all means, go and check us out at winchristenspeak.com. You'll find out a little bit more information about us. We are also... Find out, you'll find out a little bit more information about us on the, on the website and things that are, some of our broad podcasts are there and some of the different formats that you can listen to us. Amen. We want to remind you to, about our Facebook page. When Chris is being, please like us or join the page. We'd love to have you or hear from you. Amen. And also about Christians against suicide and depression, which is not against the person, but amen, being in the process of praying against the spirit. This is spiritual warfare that we deal with and trying to point people in the right direction and get whatever help that is needed. And I let them know that they are not alone, that God loves them and we love them. And we are praying that our people that are praying for you that are going through those emotions, emotional distress. Amen. Amen. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Amen. Again, this is the Bread of Life. I'm Reverend Ray and Re- Reverend Robin White. Amen. It's my, I'm going to say co-host <laughs> today and everything with me. And she's been co-host. This is, I think it's like part 10 or something like that. And I don't know. One of the things that we are going to do, you know, I am working on is putting all this together in one package so it can be used as a, a teaching um, download for those that uh, want to hear the whole thing rather than go back and search all the blog talk or all the otherwise we're putting them all together in a package for you so you can get it like that so um, um, keep them in the prayer that, that was some, that's something we should take place this year in 29 hopefully before the, the month of, or after January so February amen um, also want to remind everyone real quick that guess what, y'all? We are coming on the anniversary in February. Wow, that is so exciting, man. It'll be six years that when Christmas Beat Talk Radio has been in existence. Amen. So glory to God for 2019. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So with Hi. that being said, let's go ahead and um, start off in prayer. Father God, we just want to come and thank you for today, for truly this is the day that you may, you have made. We give all glory and honor to you, for you are worthy of all praise. Father, we pray today, Lord Jesus, that that you will come in, Lord Jesus, and you will set this atmosphere on this teacher of your spiritual gifts. Amen. That you allow us to speak the words and the mysteries, the allegories of you, God, that you will get all the glory, that someone will learn and someone might cry out, what must I do to change my life around or what must I do even to be saved, God? We're praying for those that know you and those that don't know you, Lord Jesus, to open up their scriptures in the Bible and begin to study the word of God for themselves, Holy Spirit. We pray for this broadcast for Reverend Robin and every word that is spoken. We give it all over to you. We submit our ways unto you, Lord, Holy Spirit, and said, have your way. Come with all your might and your glory, and you set the atmosphere. You set the atmosphere. You speak those words that need to be spoken, God. And if you decide that we go in a different direction, we are willing to be obedient, but we are willing to be obedient to, the, to what you say for us to do. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen and amen. 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 Thank you, So uh, we talked, Reverend Robin and I talked briefly on the phone. So I'm going to let her give the setup because she's probably better than 
Give us a second. What are we going to talk about today, Reverend Robinson? Um, today we're going to speak on the gift of tongue and the gift of interpretation, um, as well as we're going to cover um, apostle and we will cover prophets. So then we are wrapping up um, the teaching of the various gifts on um, the various spiritual gifts, and um, unless Reverend Ray has already said, we should finish on next week. Um, so I want to go ahead and get started. Uh, we're going to talk about the gift of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Um, as everyone knows, there is so much confusion around um, the gift of tongue. Uh, and I hope that during this course of this teaching that the Holy Spirit will allow some clarity to come forth um, with regards to those two gifts. Now, the gift of tongues is the special ability that God gives certain members of the body of Christ to speak in foreign language not previously studied or to respond to experience of the Holy Spirit by uttering sounds which those without the gift of interpretation could not understand. And to follow up with that, because the gift of tongue and the gift of interpretation has to work hand in hand. If the gift of tongue is in operation, if the gift of tongue is in operation, the gift of interpretation must follow. And that is the special ability that God gives certain members of the body of Christ to interpret, that is to make known the message of the one who speaks in tongues. Now, it is like a hand-in-glove situation. Um, if the gift of tongue comes forth, there has to be the following of an interpretation. In 1 Corinthians um, 14, 26 through 27, I'm going to read that for you. It says, How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you have a psalm, have a doctrine, have a tongue, have a revelation, have an interpretation, that all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two or at most by three, and that by course, and let one interpret. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church, and let him speak to himself and unto God. So, it, I mean, the scripture is clear. And Paul, you know, he had to come forth to try to address uh, this situation um, that was occurring with you know, so many going forth, you know, with the tongue is not necessarily not speaking in the gift of tongue and we're gonna we're gonna cover uh the difference um between the having the actual gift of tongue and actually having a prayer language, which they're two separate things altogether. Um so and one, you know, of the two types of tongues, you know, it's a language, you know, it's it's all driven and delivered by the spirit. You know, a foreign language or a spiritual language is all given unto certain individuals by the Spirit. And it is not something that you can put someone in a room or and try to decide that you're going to teach them to speak in tongues. It's a spiritual manner. Man cannot teach a spiritual spiritual manner, I mean, such as tongues, it is something that is given by God unto man. It is not something that man gives unto man, but it's something that God gives unto man. And I think um, many people have been placing a lot of bondage behind the tongue, um, you know, by, you know, by, by being told that 
that's how, that's the only way you're going to know that you have the, the Holy Spirit and you have to speak in tongues. And that's, and that is not, that's just not true. Um, everyone, there are so many gifts and we have been studying the gifts. And not everyone has all of the same gifts and not everyone has all the gifts. They are given by God and God is the one who decides with regards to the gift of tongue. And Let's also not get, be confused between the gift of tongue and a prayer language, and they're just two totally different things. Um, when you come to, and we, we're going to look at when the gift of uh, the diversity of tongues and interpretation of tongues are in, interpret, are in operation, a person will speak a message from God, and it's under his divine influence. But it will be a language that is unknown to the audience or to the body that is gathered. And that is why the interpretation has to be there. Because a tongue comes forth, if a message is coming forth from God, he does not want to leave the people not being edified. So therefore, there will be an interpreter to bring forth what the message is that God is bringing forth and that he is sharing. And oftentimes that actually will come forth, that interpretation may come forth from the same person who was speaking in tongue or someone else who was present. You know, but it all has to come forth by the Holy Spirit. But the blessed thing is that the end result is that the entire group and body of people who may be gathered, that they get the message. They get what God is saying. They understand the word and the message, the divine message that God is is bringing forth to them. Gift, the gift of tongue will not leave anyone in in confusion as to what is going on if it's being led and driven by the Holy Spirit because he will bring forth that person or that one with the gift of interpretation to go forth and and make it be known. You know, it is God, it is the Holy Spirit delivering this through the person with the gift of tongue and through the person with the gift of of interpretation the whole end result as we have been speaking over the course of all of these times that we've come together is that the spiritual gifts are for the edification of the body of Christ it is for the edification of the body of Christ so the Holy Spirit our Heavenly Father who loves us so much will not bring forth a person speaking with the gift of tongue without the gift of interpretation because he wants us to know the message that he is bringing forth. So we just bless God for that, to know that there shouldn't be any confusion around the gift of tongue because if you hear the gift of tongue going forth, you must hear that interpretation following it. And oftentimes what people refer to is the day of Pentecost, and that occurred in Acts 2. And this is when the gift of tongue began to operate in the church. You know, and at that time it was just in the gathering. This is the onset. This is the time when Peter comes forth and he establishes the church, that he establishes the gospel, that the gospel begins to be spread on a large level. So if we were to read, and let's read, we're going to go to Acts chapter 2, and we're going to begin at verse 1. 
and it reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And it says, And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. So I just want to pause there to say, that at this point, you'll have to understand that they had just finished Passover, one of the their three required festivals where they all have to pilgrimage and celebrate together. So at this time, there were large crowds gathered of all nations that had been gathered in Jerusalem to observe the annual celebration of Passover, and where many remained for the second festival, which was called Pentecost, also called the Feast of Weeks, as it was celebrated um, seven complete weeks or 50 days after Passover. So you have to imagine that there were all national, all of them, they were there, of different um, nations, of different creeds, and we're going to read them. They were all gathered there, and they all had different languages. They were not all speaking the same language, but they had all come to celebrate the festivals. So at that time it says, now, when this was noised abroad, we're going back, we're back in Acts 2 and 6, knowing now that we have all of these different Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven, that they said, were there. So we know that they're there. And it says, now when this noise abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. So at this time, when those when it said that the cloven tongues lies on fire set upon them, what came upon them at that time was the other languages of the people. And you can imagine all of those who were there that were gathered, you know, waiting to hear from God, waiting for the Holy Ghost in the upper chambers, they did not speak all of these languages. And it says, they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not these all, all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? See, they weren't, those who were speaking in tongues were not speaking in their own native language, but they were speaking in the language of all of those who were gathered. They were speaking, it says, how do we hear? You know, they had the Parthians, and they had the Medes, they had Elamites, and the dwellers of Mesopotamia, and in Judea, and Cappadocia, in Pontus, and Asia, and Phrygia, and Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in parts of Libya, about Siren, and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues. And what were they speaking? The wonderful works of God. 
You see, they weren't speaking. They were speaking a foreign language, a foreign tongue to their Galilean native tongue, but they were speaking an actual tongue of all of those that were gathered. And what were they speaking? The wonderful works of God. What were they doing? They were edifying those who were gathered unto the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, and and so at this particular thing of what is happening here, yes, it was it's a gift of tongue, but it is a gift of a foreign tongue given to someone who does not speak that tongue. But there is someone in the midst who does, and therefore that person is edified with the gospel, with the good news, with the the, the message and a divine message of God. So that in itself, in this particular. The interpretation came from the person who received it because they, in them, within their heart, could interpret everything. They could understand everything that was being spoken. The language was foreign to the speaker, but it was not foreign to the one who was hearing because they had their own inner interpretation and in hearing the marvelous and wonderful works of God, which is an awesome thing, you know. And and that is that is the gift of tongue. And that is the gift of tongue in the sense of a foreign language being given to someone who does not even know the language. But then it says there is someone in the audience who speaks that language, and therefore they are edified and they can receive the divine message from God. Now, we also have, you know, the spiritual language that we get from being just when a we are born again, we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, we have the power and the ability to speak in these unknown tongues, foreign tongues, and we have the ability to speak in our spiritual language. So we have to stop for a moment and just to contemplate that because here we are, we are born again. We are born into the kingdom of God. We are born as new creatures, new babes in Christ. We are born heavenly creatures. We are no longer the same. We are being transformed. We are being renewed. We have right now the ability that what Jesus said, that there was so much more that he wanted to share with us so he went expediently away so that we can receive the Holy Spirit, so that we can receive and understand more spiritual Man, from God. I mean, so everyone who is a believer, everyone who has received Jesus Christ, has the ability and the power to have that spiritual language in order to communicate with the Spirit. Now, that is something that is totally different than that gift of tongue. You know, and even in the sense that if you are speaking within a body, the spiritual language, then God will yet and still have an interpreter for that body, that group of people who are there to hear his divine message that he is speaking through someone. He would not leave us in a place of confusion because God is not a God of confusion. He is a God of order. He is a God of, you know, more than anything, he's a God of simplicity. So he is not going to leave us in a place of not understanding. 
But at the same time, he leaves us with the power and the ability to have a spiritual language. And sometimes that language is for the body of Christ, but you know what? Oftentimes that language is for you to just have your moments and your time of speaking directly with the Spirit, Spirit to spirit, because we are born again of the spirit of the Most High God. We have the the spirit dwelling and living within us, and that spirit communes with our spirit. And that's not a tongue. That is your spiritual language that we all have as born-again Christians. We all have that ability to, to be able to communicate with the Most High that we have that ability to communicate with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has that ability to communicate with us. And oftentimes when we go into that type of speaking, that is a private worship time. That is a private communion time. That is your time of edification. That's your time of coming into one with God. You know, so so there is, is a difference in but it is for your time. It is for your private time. And Paul really comes in and he addresses all of these. And he addresses all of this in First Corinthians 14, you know. And, and Paul, you know, admonishes us to, to hear what he's saying so some of that confusion would not be there. You know, it is it is an unnecessary confusion. You know, it says that in First Corinthians fourteen two, it says, "For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries." You know, if we go and we read, you know, Ephesians six eighteen, and this is following where he's telling us to put on all of the armor, the full armor of God, it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. And it says, and for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am ambassador, and therefore speak boldly. And it says, but we give that prayer and that supplication in the spirit so that we can have that edification from God, so that we can have that edification from the spirit, so that we can go forth and be bold for Christ for because he has edified us in our spirit by our communing with him in that spiritual language. You know, but when we look at First First Corinthians 14, Paul tells us so much in that scripture in that scripture, you know, and because he tells us that, that, you know, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, you know, and that is such a difference than, than the gift of tongue. You know, is the gift of tongue is one thing, but that tongue that you speak, spirit to spirit, that is for your edification. But if you're speaking a spiritual tongue and God is coming forth to use the people with the gift of tongues to give a divine message, it's going to be followed by an interpretation because God wants his people to be edified. 
more than anything, it is for to be edified. And sometimes he comes and he has a word for his people, and he uses those who have the gift of tongue, and they come forth with a divine message from high. And there is an interpreter within the group, within the body that is gathered, who comes forth. Either the person who speaks it has the gift of tongue along with the gift of interpretation, or when that gift of tongue comes forth, Someone is there with the gift of interpretation, you know. And if we just, I just admonish you all to just to read chapter 14 of Corinthians because Paul truly goes forth and gives so much example as far as what this gift of tongue is about, trying to go forth and correct a lot of things that are, that are, um, causing the confusion with regards to it. You know, he said, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 that he would prefer to speak five words where there is understanding than to speak in tongue because the whole thing is to make sure that the body of Christ is edified, which is the entire uh, purpose, you know, of the gifts that God brings forth is to edify, is to mature, is to bring us to a perfection. It is to bring us to the fullness and to the full measure of Christ. That cannot happen if someone is confused about what is being said. That cannot happen if someone is looking around saying, what are they talking about? I don't understand. That 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 does not edify. That leaves a person confused. I mean, and also, you know, and we were here that um and as i said previously the tongues is something that is given by the spirit either the gift of tongue or that spiritual language where you communicate with your father and that language is all of that is given by the spirit no one no man can teach another person another man to speak in a tongue it just can't happen. It's just, it comes directly from the Spirit. No man needs another another man to teach them their spiritual language. That comes from your time with God. That comes that that just pours out during your time of worship, during during your time of praise, during your time of prayer, during that time when the Holy Spirit comes just to edify you, just to lift you up, just to strengthen you, just to encourage you, just to to pour into you what He's going to have you to pour out, just to give you that boldness to go forth and say what thus saith the Lord. That it just comes forth and and it increases your faith, it increases your confidence, it increases your determination, it, it comes through and confirms spirit to spirit that you are a child of God. It comes forth, that is all the spiritual just feeding, it's just a communication. It is what Jesus says, I'm going expediently away because there's so much more I want to tell you, but until the Holy Spirit comes I can't communicate it with you. It is your communication with God. It is your edification. That's that's that prayer language. Not to be confused with the gift, because everyone does not have the gift of tongue. 
Everyone does not have that gift where God is going to speak through you a divine message in which he will either give you the interpretation or give someone there the interpretation. Everyone does not have that. Be not, be not deceived. Be not tricked. Be not placed in bondage. Everyone does not have the gift of tongue. But Everyone who is a born-again Christian who has the Holy Spirit has the power and the ability to speak in a spiritual language, a prayer language, your direct communication and lifeline to the Most High, for the to the Holy Spirit to just come in and speak with you and talk with you and encourage you and lead you and guide you and direct you and confirm who you are in Christ. Every born-again Christian, born-again believer, born-again who have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you do have a prayer language. Amen. Reverend Ray, do you have anything you would like to add? Um, not at all. I, that was awesome. Thank you, uh, Reverend Robin. I really appreciate it. That was good, man. I appreciate that. That was good. Yeah, I'm good. Amen. Bless God. Just just don't be, just go into the Word. Read read First Corinthians 14 because Paul tr- goes in and try to address all of these things. He goes in and he speaks, but, but are we listening to what he's saying? I mean, just because you speak in tongues, that doesn't mean you're any more spiritual than someone who doesn't speak in tongues. You may speak in tongues, but yet and still you're still working with unforgiveness. But someone else who doesn't speak in tongues can forgive immediately. See, all of those things are the work of the Holy Spirit. And if you read through Acts, Acts goes through and tell you all of those things. You know that you know it says you know they have the Holy Ghost and they they, they were able to speak with boldness. You know, and, and, you know, they had the Holy Ghost and they were able to have discernment. You know, they had the Holy Ghost and they went forth with wisdom. You know, that the Holy Ghost filled them and there was and there was forgiveness. You know, the Holy Ghost filled them and their faith was increased. You know, the Holy Ghost was there and they went out to to evangelize. You know, they, they received the Holy Ghost and they were filled with joy. You know, they had the Holy Ghost and, and therefore came forth just much preaching, you know, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they were became pastors and, and they led churches and they guided and directed people. So no, your 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 speaking in tongues does does not confirm that you have the Holy Ghost. Nor does if you're not speaking it does not deny that you have it. Multiple gifts came forth with the Holy Ghost, and it's just not the gift of tongues. And there, and not everyone received the gift of tongue. You know, and if you have the gift of tongue, you, there has to be some interpretation to come forth. Right. It's simply, it cannot work without interpretation. God is not going to leave his people confused. He's not. He, that is not the God that we serve. Because his gifts are for edification. So he has a gift that is for edification. It's not going to be used for confusion, but it's going to be used for edification. You know, and perhaps those with the gift would be in that same place of humility as Paul, who would say, I would rather speak, you know, just a few words where everyone understands. Just a few words where everyone understands, a few words where there is edification. Just a few, you know, because that's what's important. That's what the gifts are for. 
therefore the edifying of the body of Christ. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Bless the Lord, Amen. And um, I, I do want a small part. Uh, growing up Pentecost, you know, one of the things that used to take place in our church, uh, growing up in Pentecost, is is the speaking of tongues. But mm-hmm. well, like I was, I was sharing with my mom one day, and everything. Looking back on it now, Robin, that every time the Holy Spirit, not people, not somebody doing their prayer language or prayer, you know, but when the Holy Spirit began to speak. The whole place got silent, and mm-hmm. always in that case, there was always either interpretation by that person or interpretation by someone else that this is what the Lord is saying. You know, the yeah. whole church got silent. You know, all the the praise and the prayer languages and all that it just got silent. You know, mm-hmm. and usually those that what what I remember growing up is that those that was in the pulpit that was in leadership knew. You know, and they would tell somebody, sit somebody down in a heartbeat if they did, if God wasn't in it, you know, and stuff like that. So the Pentecostal church get a lot of bad rap, of course. <laughs> so I'm speaking up for them. <laughs> yeah. You know, about, about that. But I'm almost, almost, 100% almost <laughs> always when the yeah. tongues, the dominant tongue, the, when God, the Holy Spirit was speaking, everybody just ceased. It's like it's, it, it, it was a. It was just it was it was just like a whole quietness came over the church, and I remember growing up to a point where they, like even as a kid they was like, well you can't you can't move right now because the Holy Holy Spirit is speaking. It's always right, always right. kind of the atmosphere shift. Yeah, the atmosphere shift. It the did. Shift and everyone is looking around like something is happening here. Uh, Do you know on. what I'm saying? Right. God is right. speaking. You know, right. when God right. is speaking, let's, hey, God right. is speaking, right. you know? Yeah, even, and, even even the pastor, you would get up, you know, uh, whether he did the interpretation of someone else, you know, his whole demeanor would, would be totally, you know, of like one under submission of the Holy Spirit, you know? And that always blew me away. Even the pastor, whoever was teaching, I mean, it really didn't really have that much left to say because it was like, well, God already said it. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? How can you top that, man? You can't top that. You can't top that. Can't no, go on top of God. Because I already said it, you know, and everything. Mm. So I, I, uh, um, I look back on those those moments in time because for a long time I was confused or didn't have an idea what about about speaking in tongues and the prayer language and some people use the prayer language as a part of praise and all that kind of stuff. But when the Holy Spirit Begin to speak. It set all that down. <laughs> yeah. It set all. It set all that down. It did. Yes. And everything. And um, uh, one of the things that we used to teach in, in class, especially uh, if the bear God always have someone that's going to interpret it. Uh, mm-hmm. What's being said? Always. Awesome. There's someone to interpret, it, and then stuff like that. So all of us have a purpose, you know, and it's for the edifying of the body of Christ. You know, yes. um, the one thing I want to warn people, like Robin's, Reverend Robin was talking about, is that nobody can make you speak in tongues. No. Okay. <laughs> it has to be Holy Spirit. I mean, but, and you wouldn't want that. Right, 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 right. Would not right. want that. Um, it, it's dangerous. It's dangerous, right. It's yeah. dangerous. You know, right, it's right. dangerous for anyone to try to teach someone 
the tongue that they have. Right, right, right. It's simply right. dangerous. Right. I mean, right. because even when I talk about the prayer language, the prayer language is some place where you can just go out there and go on the battlefield right, in the right, spirit. Right. Right. You know, yeah. that is right. something that is matured, something that is grown, something that it just is, just as it is in your Christian walk where you go from level to level. Right, it's right. It's the same right. there. Right. And, and you know. Plus, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Plus, I mean, see, Robin, this is what I'm saying. I don't know what Robin, you know what I'm saying? And plus, to add to that is, is that there is no cookie-cutter way of speaking the tongue. There is. You know, people that speak the same type of tongue that somebody else speaks, and they sound, you know, it's like they learned it from the person or whatever. God doesn't operate like that. I mean, he, he's vast. There are billions of tongues that we even have never heard of before, exactly. you know, and stuff like that, you know, and stuff like that. That's why we have to be careful about someone trying to teach us to sound like they do, you know. You know, or repeat after them, that type of thing. You know, repeat what I'm saying, and you repeat it. Yes, you know, yeah. and then you'll go out there, that you know, you have your tongue or your prayer language, Ray, that you right, pray in. Right. You know, I mean, you're out there, you're an intercessor, you get into praying, and your prayer language take off, and then you're just out there in prayer. You know, you're encountering things that someone in the baby Christ may not be prepared to encounter. That's right. Right, right. And so right. then you're teaching them your prayer language, and they're going to come up against the spirit, and it's going to the same thing that's going to happen to them that happened to the sons of Siva, where that right. evil spirit is going to say, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, Ray Rose, I know. <laughs> but who are you? Yeah. That you, think you can you? come and speak to me. Who are you? Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Right. That's why it's a, it's 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 a it's something that matures in your walk. It matures right. as, as as you go forth in your prayer. It matures as because it's, it's edification. You, you know, right. it says that when you speak in that unknown language and you're in your in prayer or whatever, but it says unknown language and you're speaking in that. You know, and then you are coming to be edified in that. Edified means that you are growing up. Right. You know, right. edified means yeah. you are uplifted. Edifying yeah. means that you're becoming resourceful. Edifying yeah. means that you're being strengthened. You know, yeah. edifying means that you're being walled in. You're being shored up. Now, right, now right. how is someone, you're going to teach someone your language, that you had to go through a process of being shored up, and you don't feel they need to go through that process of being shored up? You're going to leave them out there with not covered right. on all their sides? Right, right. It, 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 it does. It's wrong. A person in bondage because they are not doing what you're doing. What we're not cookie cutters. Right, right. I have we're my relationship. You have your relationship. Everyone who is listening has his or her own individual relationship with God. Hmm. Go forth and be edified in your relationship, and not look at what someone else is having. This person who is trying, maybe trying to teach you to to speak in a tongue. You know, back up in their closet, they dealing with lust. Right. So right, how does that right. give the tongue? How is that helping them? Right. Right. Do you know what I'm right. saying? We all, you know, you know. So it's like, hey, you have to develop your own relationship and right. let God build you up to lift you up, burn stuff off. You know, tighten the tighten the water. Do whatever He needs to do to build you up. You know, right. don't. 
be, be like um, David. He says, "No, I I can't wear wear your your um, armor." <laughs> right, right. I can't wear your armor. I know where God has brought me from and how God has used and what God has done. So, no, I can't wear your armor. We yeah. all have to go through our own walk and our own journey and put on the armor that God gives us to put on that has been tried and tested and is true. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah, I like that because David was right. David, in many words, was saying, "Hey, look, I I can't um, get my uh, I can't get my sling and my we used to sling a rock with your armor on. And, you know, it hampers uh, I mean, me. You know, you think about it like that. It, like, you know, somebody else's armor or somebody else's calling and stuff yeah. like that. That's why you know it. It just you can't." You can't fit in there. It don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if your armor was so good, why am I the one going out to fight him? That's right. It don't fit. <laughs> you know? No, it don't fit. It doesn't fit, man. It does not yeah. fit. It does you know? not fit. So well, you know, God is not a cookie-cutter God. Everyone does not have all the, the same gifts. Right, you know? right. But what we do have is the same spirit. Right. That right. work is all in all. Right. I, I may not have it the way you have it. I may not have the gifts that you have, but what I have, God and I are working it out together. Working it out, right. I think it was Paul that said desire the best gifts. Did he say that? Mm-hmm. Desire the best gifts, right. You know. So mm-hmm. they, but he said more than desire prophecy, <laughs> where you can edify. Prophecy. Yeah, okay. All right. you, you know, know so where much. you can edify. You know, he was right. saying tongue in the best gift. <laughs> Right, right, right. You right, know, right. you want to right. edify. The best gift is the gift that edifies. Yeah, the gift so, that edifies. You know, and what you know that comes just as what comes to mind for me right now, uh, my aunt Lucy, who is now passed. You know, um, she says, you know, the best way for you to get to where you're going is the way that you know. <laughs> If you know, if you're trying to get somewhere, someone trying to give you directions, says, let me go the way I know to go because I know right, I'm gonna get right. there. I know. I'm you know. <laughs> so I can't go your way. Uh, <laughs> I, I may not have your gift. So it's, I, I cannot know, to put people in a bondage. They are in so long in this bondage trying to get the gift that you tell them that they should have that they miss out on where they're supposed to be. Right, right. Because right, who are they right. trying to please? Man. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And the, the thing I like about want to please is God. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit driven, man. Holy Spirit <laughs> Holy Ghost, driven. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost driven. <laughs> yes, have your way, Holy Spirit. Yeah, have your uh, way. With what you've given us, how you have equipped right. us, how you right. plan to use us. Let us go forth right. in that. Right. Amen. And not be hung up on what someone else says that you have to have. Because the Bible does not say that you have to have the gift of tongue. It, it, right. We all have that a power and the ability to have that spiritual language because we're now new creatures. You know, right. we're born again. If I'm born again and I'm born again in Mexico, then I'm most likely I'm going to have a Spanish language. So right. if I'm right. born again spirit, then I'm going to have a spiritual language. Right, 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 right. Amen. Wow. Because I don't know what else you want to continue with this because there's so much more to be said. Or you want to just go ahead, me to go ahead and start with the apostle, you know, because we are trying to get this done. But, you know, um, uh, as I I was sharing with Reverend 
Robin earlier. I said that she gave me the hard one. <laughs> Apostleship. Apostles and um 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 prophet. Amen. And mainly because they're I mean, even with tongues too, because that's these topics that we talk about now are, are yes. so controversial, man. They I'm are so they, they 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 are. They have, everybody has a different interpretation. Oh Reverend Ray. Huh? It shouldn't be controversial. It shouldn't be controversial. It should not be controversial because it's for the edification of the body of Christ. Right. So whenever you bring confusion where there should be edification, then then that right there tells you there's a problem. There's a problem, right. Because that's not not what is intended. It is intended for edification. And if you have people who are in bondage, who are feeling less than, you know, who are right. feeling that they are not, you know, children of God because they can't speak in tongues or they don't speak in tongues. That that that's that's a trick of the enemy to keep you from moving forth in your relationship yeah. with God. Because yeah. if you just simply move forth with your relationship with God, everything that God has for you, you will receive in the name of Christ Jesus. And yeah. no man can determine for you what God has for you. What right, man right. has? What man is God's counselor? Right, right. What man is God's counselor? No man is God's counselor. Right. You know, right. his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. He decides who gets what. He decides all of that. And you have to understand there's a difference between a gift of tongue and that unknown language, your unknown spiritual language. It's a distinct difference. And right. Like with the gift of tongue, it's not even a gift that is used every day. Right, I was going to say that. It's for a public gathering of the body of Christ. It's for a message, a divine message that God has given to a body, a group of people. Right, right. No, that and, and right. it has to come forth with interpretation. So if God has that gift of tongue there, but he doesn't have that interpretation there. Do we believe that our God would have us to be in confusion? Right, right. Do you think he would leave us leaving one another, not having been edified? Right. Not God. And not not being able to to speak exactly what he's trying to say, line by line and word by word. You know, come on. No, he's not going to leave us like that. He's going to always... No. Mm-mm. Because the gifts, Mm-mm. all of the gifts, all of the spiritual gifts are driven by the Holy Spirit. Holy they're Spirit used driven. by the Holy yeah. Spirit. You know, they're prompted by the Holy Spirit, you know, and they are for the edification so that we can come into the full measure of Christ. Right. So that we can right. come into a perfect man. He. So if that's what its purpose is, there shouldn't be the cloud of confusion around it. Right. The cloud of confusion around it is, you know what? It goes right back to the nature of man. Right. I'm holy. I can speak a tongue. If you don't speak in tongue, then you're not holy. All then of our know. holiness right. is as of filthy rags. Right, 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 right. All of it. Right. So right. if you're out there and you think because you're speaking tongue you're more spiritual then there's an issue mm. right 
Because right. that, for me personally, uh, Reverend Robert, I, for me personally, I don't always speak in tongues. In fact, Everyone, I can no probably. Always speak in you know, I can. I, I mean, you know, I'm just, I, what I'm saying is that I mean, I do have my prayer language when I'm in the house and and I get God beginning to minister and it comes out. I don't have to force it. On. <laughs> don't, have I don't have to, to force, force it. it. Don't have to force it. It just right. comes. It just flow, huh? I, I'm gonna tell think? you, Reverend, that you know, I'm you know, I'm a child of God. I'm growing up in Christ, wanting to understand and, and all things. I don't understand all things. But right, I, right, right. I do understand. You can, you know, and I've gone to places when they would say, okay, now, everyone, you know, speak in your language. And then all right, of a sudden, right. I'm not really sure about all of that. Right, right, right. So I'm not speaking on it. I'm not sure about it. I'm not speaking on it. Right, but right, what right. I'm going to say, and I can understand it as being something that is that could happen, you right. know, because truly, your spiritual language can just it just runs. It's almost like you got mm-hmm. something running in the background and you're on another right, page right. but you got another right. window running. So because right, it right. runs. Right. You know? So it is there. It's inherent. It is in you. You you have a language. You're a born again spirit. Right. right. It is your communication to the throne of God. Right. It's a form of warfare so, also. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. I mean, but the whole mm-hmm. thing is that it should be driven and and led and prompted, right. pushed forth by the Holy Spirit. Right, right, right. So yeah. Because it was times you're just riding down the street and then all of a sudden it just pours <laughs> because you're just right. thinking about the goodness of God. You're just thinking, yeah. you, and and how we just don't have the words that that right. you know that could right. just speak it and it would just pour. Right, and you it know, produces a joy, you know. It, it exactly, joy. and it's like, yeah. Lord, I'm driving this car. Do I need to pull over? <laughs> no, <laughs> and and it's just, and, you know, and I'm gonna say this also for those. I mean, you, if you don't have it, what good gift does God withhold from His children? Right. So right, if, right. if it's something that you desire to have, you ask Him for it. Ask Him for it, right? Ask Him right. for it. I, yeah. Once he gives it to you, have your faith strong enough to accept it. Right. right. And I say this to say that don't try to squash it because you may not understand it. (laughs) Right, right. Because, like you said, it's spirit to spirit. (laughs) Spirit to spirit. You know, and so then you're like, yeah. ooh, you don't know what's going on, but you know a good time is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's spirit to spirit, man. I've I've had days with Robin that where uh, I've been in that place, in that secret place, the Bible talks a place where it's you and God and God and you, man, and it's spirit to spirit and don't understand what's what's being saying, but the spirit is speaking, you know, <laughs> and it's telling God all about it, and God speaks back. Because he's, it's not a one-way one-way conversation, you know, uh, and everything. So I mean, but it's spirit to spirit. It has to be like that. It has to be spirit to spirit. You know, it has to be spirit. And when we let go and just let God, and when we yield in that in that kind of environment and stuff like that, in our homes and everything, and even when we're in a church setting, when the Lord want to use you. You know that gift of tongues and stuff. There's a part that we have not talked about yet. When we talked about some of the other gifts, but there has to be a part of obedience when it comes to uh, uh, speaking in tongues in the church setting, 
and the interpretation because you have to be obedient to okay, Lord, I go. You know, okay. You have to be a yielding of the Holy Spirit, you know, and everything. So, okay, God, you're speaking and everything like that, you know. And also, I mean, there's a there's a yielding when I'm thinking about Reverend Robert on on a lot of, especially in leadership. Leadership has to be willing to, <laughs> yeah. as a pastor, apostle, or prophet, or pastor, whoever is in leadership has to be. That's where they have to have a discernment. Number two, they have to be willing to let God speak. Through somebody yeah. else that may not may or may not be them, and uh, and not try to cut it off and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there has to be a willing and and um, and and, and um, to a point where okay, this is to realize this is not about me. Maybe they get ready to get, to get up and preach a sermon and everything, and when God comes in and, <laughs> and throws a, a a wrench in the whole plan, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe get ready to take up the offering. God comes in and throw. No, I need to speak. I need to tell my people something. So as yeah. leaders, you know, we have to be in a place that we're like we're listening and in tune to what's going on in the, within the body. That when crisis begins, okay, okay, I'm going to sit down, speak Holy Spirit. Then after you speak and everything, then I know you're gonna bring interpretation, whether it's through that person or someone else. Then I get up and say whatever that's not next, but I want the Holy Spirit to take over the, the church setting. You know what I mean? I want Him to to, to develop everything, every song, <laughs> you know, the offering, people coming in the door, the greeters. The Holy Spirit should be the one, you know, not yeah. us. You know, the Holy Spirit should be the one and everything that we do, you know. And, and I mean, I'm talking to the church, said, but even in our own life, you know, even in everything that day to day things, the Holy Spirit should be involved, you know. Because he's the one that open up doors and give us um, wisdom and uh, he'll tell us to go a different way to work, work <laughs> you know, and everything like that. So even in that, amen. But I'm, I'm going to go yeah. ahead, Reverend Rob. We've got like three right. minutes. <laughs> Lord. Reverend Ray, you can go ahead and finish up and close us out in prayer, my brother. Oh, no. I was needing that for you since I opened up, sister. Don't even try. <laughs> you know, you've been speaking on this um, and tongue so much, and we definitely going to get this series together and everything. But now I'm going to um, allow you to do that, if you don't mind, you know, close us out in prayer. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Father. We just thank you, Lord God, that you just care so much for us, Lord God. Father, so much that you sent your only begotten Son, Lord God, that we can be reconciled unto you, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that your Son, Lord God, died for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that he said, these are his words, Lord God, those that are in red, Lord God that he was going expediently back because he needed to send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the one who would lead God and direct us, Lord God, the one who would be our connector, Lord God, the one who would reveal the hidden categories and the mysteries unto us, Lord God. Father, that he, he so wanted to talk to us and to share so much that he didn't just say he was going back and he would send another, but he said he was, was going expediently. He was going quickly. He was going in a hurry because he so much wanted to talk with us, Lord God. Father, I pray in the name of Christ Jesus, Lord God, that, Father, that you will move everything 
out of the way, Lord God, that prohibits and inhibits us, Lord God, for just sitting in his presence, sitting in the presence of the Most High God, sitting in the presence of the Holy Spirit, just to hear from him because you so, so desperately wanted to speak so much more to us. And we needed to be reborn in order to hear. So, Father, I pray, Lord God, in the name of Christ Jesus, if there is anyone, Lord God, who may be in the range of hearing, Lord God, who wants to know the hidden mysteries, who wants that special conversation and have those times with you, Lord God, that, Father, that they would just be born again, Lord God, and they would be baptized in the Holy Spirit, Lord God, so that you can share all of your mysteries and allegories, Lord God, so that you can lead God and direct us in our day-to-day lives, Lord God, so that you can fill us with wisdom, Lord God, with knowledge, with understanding, Lord God, with the joy of the Lord, Lord God, that, Father, that we would just, Lord God, seek you even the more, Lord God. Father, just come and fill us afresh, Lord God. Come, Lord God, and just woo us unto you, Lord God. Draw us nigh like never before, Lord God. Father, as we move into this new year with so many new things facing, Lord God, although we know from Ecclesiastes that there is no new thing under the sun, Lord God, but for many of us, it's a first-time experience, Lord God. So, Father, help us, Lord God, where there may be trouble, Lord God. Father, smooth those places, Lord God. Settle the waters that are running high above, Lord God. Give us, Lord God, peace, Lord God, that surpasses our own understanding, Lord God. Give us wisdom, Lord God, to know, Lord God, which way to turn, Lord God, to know, Lord God, how to balance our money, Lord God, how to spend our money, Lord God, how to use our money, Lord God, to edify the kingdom, Lord God. Father, whatever we may be in need of, of all of those who are listening, and you know who are listening, Lord God. Come, Lord God, and meet the need, Lord God. Send your Holy Spirit, Lord God, just to talk and to come and to to encourage and to uplift, Lord God. Just to come, Lord God, and to be our guide and our comforter, Lord God. Father, just to be what you've said that you've come to be, Lord God, in our lives, Lord God, so that we, Lord God, may be change, Lord God, our transformed and conformed unto you, Lord God, that we will have a different walk and a different talk, Lord God, that we will walk through these times, these perilous and dangerous and trying times, Lord God, as as more than conquerors, Lord God, as victors, Lord God, in this world, Lord God, that we will be light, Lord God, unto a dying world, Lord God. Just come, Holy Spirit, Come, Holy Spirit, and lead us, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and equip us. Come, Holy Spirit, and work out all of the rough places. Come, Holy Spirit, and purge our heart of any dead works. Purge our minds, O God, by the blood of Jesus, Lord God. Conform us. Give us the mind of Christ, Lord God, that we may go forth, Lord God, and do those things that you have called us to do. For we all have a purpose in the kingdom of God, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, in the name of Christ Jesus to reach those places that you have for us to reach to obtain, Lord God, our purpose, to fulfill our purpose, and to be all and all that you've called us to be. Father, we love you. We love you, Lord God, that you first loved us, that we love you so much, that you know us very intimately, Lord God, know our 
shortcomings, know our failures, know our pains, and, and know our distresses, Lord God. But yet you love us, Lord God, and you have a desire to just clean us up, Lord God, and make us vessels fit for your use, that as we are, as we are, you love us, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, that we, Lord God, are reconciled unto you. And it's in Christ Jesus' name that I do pray and to say amen and amen. 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 Well, everyone, thank you for joining us on Christmas Beat Talk Radio, Bread of Life. I have been Reverend Ray, and this is my co-host today. <laughs> I like that, Reverend Robin. As with Reverend Robin White. Amen. And she don't think that's funny. But anyway, <laughs> we've been talking about spiritual gifts, man. We've been talking in particular about uh, tongues and interpretation in tongues. And then we are working um, to, to put this uh, together as a whole patch, uh, package because this is been over about three or four months now. We have been talking about spiritual gifts, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is part 10 of it or something like that. But um, thank you for joining us on this day, man. Uh, thank you again, Reverend Robin, amen, for the teaching and uh, what God has given you. I mean, you, man, you could just do this all by yourself next week if you like now. I mean, next month if you like. Uh, the, Bless the <laughs> okay. God. That's why we're co-hosts. Bless the God. <laughs> co-hosts. <laughs> He's faithful. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, cousin. All right. But anyway, y'all, be blessed. Know that we love you. Stay tuned to the closing announcement. Don't forget on tomorrow night, I'm Apostle Shirley. Uh, a Lifeline um, broadcast will have Apostle Sandra Higgins. Amen. will be her guest. Amen. We got a couple other things that are coming up. Um, next week, but uh, be blessed. Listen to the closing on now. Go check out our website. There is a donation page if you decide that you want to, you know, um, I'll leave it at that because I said I won't talk about it anymore. But anyway, <laughs> but y'all be blessed, man, and be blessed. And we love you. Stay tuned to the closing announcement. God bless. All right, Reverend Robin. Thank you. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. Broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., 
Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Marriage Take Over over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed to PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh, give thanks. 